This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show. All right, well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We are biggest for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Breaking Bad, Season 5, Episode 7, entitled Say My Name. I'm your host, John Comerford, and I'm joined in the studio by Kevin Undergaro. Hello, everyone. And Kristen Snyder. Hi, guys. And manning the booth for us, as always, is our own Benjineer, Big Ben Bottomley. Hello. So, lots to talk about. We, of course, want to break down the whole thing as much as we can of today's episode. But first, I uh, want to let you know that we will talk about catches of the week later on in the show. And, you know, first of all, I just got to go right to overall impressions because I'm still reeling. I'm still a little affected by this. I'm as speechless. For, 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 <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we go up right after the show airs. So, it's, you know, 10 minutes after the show is finished. So, we're still reeling from what we just witnessed. And so, we're still collecting our thoughts and our feelings about this. And I'm telling you, I'm, I've just... I I thought that the you know the the train robbery with the kid, I, that that one left me and this thing's sitting just as hard for me, just as heavy. I was like, damn, what the? I mean, I, I know uh, you know our, the fans always just want us to dissect every moment I of know. the episode, and that's and we will. But just taking another step back yeah. as just a as just a casual fan, right? How the heck do you watch Sons of Anarchy? How do you watch these other shows now? It's just yeah. everything is a letdown. I'm tr- I'm trying with Hell's, Hell on Wheels. Right, exactly. But if I there know. were no Breaking Bad, I'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be exactly. Happy as a clam watching these uh, other shows. It's, it's almost like the exactly. veil's been pulled back, the curtain has been drawn. So now that you see a really good show, and you go, you look look at the other shows, which would be considered good, really good shows. Now it's like mm. this eh. show is so addictive, and just the visual it's, flair, the cliffhangers. Meth. It's rare to but see also, on television. But also firing at, if on the scale of 1 to 10, everything's a 10. The acting's yeah. a 10, the cinematography's a 10, the, the writing's writing. a 10, everything. Yeah. And so it's, re- Ben, what, what did you say when you, you were just going to speak to my point about watching these other shows? Oh, no, I was saying I just started watching Hell on Wheels like a couple nights ago, and it's not like I, it's not entertaining. I'm not saying. I'm, it is entertaining. It's just not Breaking Bad. It's not Breaking I, Bad. I, I and again, if we didn't have Breaking Bad, we'd probably be fine. Oh yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. Think so it's basically, what you're saying is it's ruined us for everything it's else. It's ruined us. <laughs> oh my god. I agree with I that. I mean, you know, hopefully, like, it set the bar. I mean, it's great that it set the bar high enough, and yeah. then hopefully, other 
artists will come forward and mm-hmm. but I, what we're getting is just these lame parodies that just kind of fall short and right. i think that's mm-hmm. great for the general public but it's just it's just anyway kudos to the show yeah i feel like i, I just got off a roller coaster like i'm literally kind of like shaky about it yeah i still it's, am literally i am a little bit I just can't imagine this ending, but Vince is going to be really busy even after this ends because who doesn't want to be on a project with him? Yeah, no, he's not going to have to worry. But as we know, it's it's really almost impossible for lightning to strike twice. You notice that you know with uh, American Dad, it's not quite Family Guy, right? And every time we've stepped, South Park guys have stepped away. You know, those just two animated guys. I wouldn't call those shows brilliant like I would with this show. I would. Oh, I think comedically. No, no, I think comedically speaking, they are. World yeah. Police. Yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. I love it. Yeah. Brilliant. But I think, but the fact that South Park is is still going as strong as it is after, if, after all these years, but but where The Simpsons is, hasn't been relevant in like eleven years. But right. uh, what I'm saying, and that's just comedy. But you know, to, to speak to this, you know, I I don't know. I mean, what other artists have like Vince or tours have been able to outdo themselves or you know after well the only thing right now that I think comes comes close in terms of everybody uh, agreeing is is Madman with Matthew Weiner Weiner excuse me yes but what has he done uh, oh that that's what I'm saying about lightning strike yeah so I enjoy the ride here's the good news the the one ray of hope that we have is if they can work out their finances if they can figure out Mm -hmm. that this thing can still make money yeah the good news is is that it is so there's so much room, I mean, to go. after You know, these eight episodes, we have so much unfinished business with right. Germany and all these other things that you could conceivably go another 16, which would be another two seasons. Watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have to hope that, you know, maybe there's that ray of hope. There's that ray of hope. But, you know, they, always also, they also have said many times, Vince Gilligan, that he wants to go out on top. <sighs> so we'll see. You know, so, my, my advice, though, is to really think that through. I say that to athletes, too, that yeah. I, I've met. Because look at the Sopranos now. Don't you think those guys wish? Don't you really think they wish? I think they wish they would have done the finale different. I don't know if they <laughs> wish. They'd I think, I think, but you'll see if the, there's a chance for them to come back and do a movie, they would. I, I just think in the moment, you're always sure. like, you know what? Moving mm-hmm. on. We did yeah, that. No, no, Next yeah, thing. And, right. and them. They're and living then, with it 24 hours a day. And then you go back. We live and you, with it. Right. And you look back in your career and you say... Yeah, you know what? I had more in the tank. I wish I had. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway. All right. Speaking of more in the tank, let's move on to our first. Se- the well, deal was done. Oh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. Well, yeah, listen, I got a couple forgot. of great. I forgot. Uh, you know, thank God our, for our fans. Yes. Because, you know, as you said, John, 10 minutes after the show, we're yeah. in here. We're excited. And, and we're, we've got pages and pages of notes. <laughs> and we're doing our best. We don't have the advantage the other shows do that will spend two or three days and then rob everyone's ideas off the internet and claim them <laughs> as their own and then you know come off as so much better than us but th- we're blessed with such amazing fans yeah. who are doing the same thing as, as we are they're yeah. watching from home and they come up with great ideas and you know uh, Steve the Steamer who uh you know, is like, I don't know if there's a show he doesn't watch. Right. But he also has such an intelligent take on all of them. And I just want to share some of his thoughts. Go ahead. Uh, he said when Walt was talking to Jesse in the new makeshift lab, he said something about them being in control. While Walt loves being in control, but his, his desire to make money and stroke his own ego has led him to taking on a lot of variable risk. Mm-hmm. So we know there's this scientist in him that's right. all about the control. But as we'll talk about at the end of the episode, we see where his, you know, his emotions can get in the way. Uh, he's working with a new distributor that he knows nothing about. And considering how strong he armed them, they can't really like the situation. He has a new assistant in the lab. And considering we saw 
what Todd was capable of, I don't think Walt will be able to be in, quote, control for him long. Walt was able to have that on Jesse since they had a prior student-teacher relationship. Todd will have no such loyalty. I still think he'll kill Jesse, though. After the opening scene uh, to the season premiere, we wondered how Walt would get himself in that position. Seeing how he reacted after he shot Mike and Mike initially drove off, it's understandable how it happens. His ego leads him to do something, but then the panic sets in. He wasn't Heisenberg there. He was the same bitch of a science teacher he was in the series premiere. And then, uh, last but not least, Mike August, who uh, always, always gives us our yeah. catches of the weeks, is you know, real bright. Um, he said, uh, you know, Walt referencing the Yankees during the meeting with Dillon. Uh, Declan. Declan, excuse me. Interesting because Yankees play in the Empire State and Walt is in the Empire business. We also know the Yankees are the you know big giant force in, in, in baseball and in sports. Uh, God complex further established when Walt says, you're goddamn right. Uh, when they're discussing, when he has his meeting with Declan. Uh, Walt wants to boost production to 100 pounds of product a week with a new lab while Mike was wise to know it's time to get out. Walt says to Todd, apply yourself. That was the same thing that Walt said to Jesse at the start of the series. He also concurs with uh, Steamer's point. Walt showed Todd how to make the unique meth. Bad move. He can't trust Todd, who yeah. followed in the path of a mm-hmm. family of criminals and killed a kid with no emotion at all. Perhaps Todd is going to try to take out Walt when he learns how to make the product by himself, which explains the symbols of, quote, being shot in the back, end quote that have been expressed in the season. And then my, uh, Mike just sent this one in a little late, but another Whitman reference tonight. From Clive, from the Clive James poem, Whitman and the Moth, uh, Van Wick Brooks tells us, Whitman in old age sat by a pond in nothing but his hat, crowding his final notebooks page by page with names of trees, birds, bugs, and things like that. And of course we know Mike dies at the pond. Yes. Anyway... So we'll talk about a lot of this as it goes on, right. but I just wanted to give those guys shouts out. and uh, Thank you for that yeah, feedback, Good guys. job. So speaking of Declan, let, let's talk about the deal. We, we had kind of postulated this from last week that the easiest thing to do would be to partner uh, with Declan because he's already got distribution, and that's what uh, uh, Walt needs. Of course, Walt sees that and says, yeah, of course I'm going to do that because that's the easiest way to get my product out there, easiest way to replace Mike, the whole thing, and that's indeed what he does. Offers offers him what I, it's a pretty damn good deal, and, and it, uh, obviously they felt so too because they went for it. They didn't want to. I love the way they played it because you know I'm sure I'm, on some level he just wanted to shoot him. <laughs> Declan just wanted to get rid of him. Well, to only get thirty five percent was you yeah, know. but you don't have to do any cooking. All you got to do is distribute. Right. That's great. It's probably uh, every, making out more. Yeah, but my <laughs> point is that I, I've already got all that figured out. There's no. There's no downside to that for me if I'm Declan because I've already got all the infrastructure to distribute. I don't have to take any of the risk to make it or the effort or anything. He's got all that. So it's like, okay, it's the best product out there. They're going to give it to me? And who wouldn't want to live in a world without classic Coke? Exactly. That was the best discussion, calling their product generic and his Coke. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting, the shots, too, the three-shot. Once yeah. again, we continue to see the three-shot there. It's the three from behind. You know, they're in the mm-hmm. car together, Mike, yep. Walt, and Jesse. But then Bald guys. The, the three the three of them yeah. uh, going in off the desert. against yeah in the desert against the five-shot of mm-hmm. Declan's guys. Yeah. And just wonderful cinematography, as mm-hmm. we all see. And then we see, you know, Walt in his nice blue shirt, which is representing his meth. Yes. If you guys were Declan, would you go in business with Walter White? Would you take the deal? Hell yeah, because they again they've been chasing that stuff forever. Everybody wants that. Who? Why wouldn't you want to have what everybody 
because knowing Walt's character. Well, they don't know his character. Well, they, they, know, they know. Say my name. Exactly. Well, they know they killed them. Frank. He killed Frank. But, Do but you want to so, get involved so, with the guy so, who did that? So the thing is, he's which means he's a he's a real scary opponent mm-hmm. and quite the foe. Yeah. And if you notice the tone changed in the meeting, yeah, once where all of a sudden they were like, "Whoa!" It was it went from "Who's this bitch chemistry teacher?" to I'm the cook. Yeah, they were. You know, so respectful once he found out. Yeah, and that he was Heisenberg. Yeah, well, and, and you're in that business Frank. anyway. So, it, the guy that goes, goes up and gets takes out Gus Fring, would you not want to be in business with him? Because exactly. well, you're not going to be the one on top anymore, is all. I would totally take it. It's like eliminating about seventy five percent of the work. You still get thirty five percent, and the product is ten and times better. Why not make him your ally rather than your enemy? Right. Exactly. He's I mean, legendary. Like, uh-huh. they don't believe he's Heisenberg because it can't be true. Like, yeah. there's no way this guy's this this figure in the <laughs> drug world. They've heard of him, obviously, because they knew his name. They've heard of, they knew his stuff. And here he is coming to you with a deal that's actually not a bad deal, if you ask me. I don't know. Maybe it is. I mean, solid. I yeah. don't think it's a good idea, though. I, yes, I would take the deal, knowing his reputation. But in the end, I don't think it's going to work out as clean as it It never works out. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. So. And, but it's, uh, it's all the immediacy. It'll work right. out for as long as it does. And uh, it's going to make us money in the meantime. I don't what think anyone's going to make their money. <laughs> oh, they're all going to make their money. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, they'll not make not the long oh, term. Okay. <laughs> no, they'll yeah. make their money. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Some people are going to die. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone gets near Walt. They're going to die. Yeah. But no, they'll make their money. Yeah, die in a bathtub <laughs> of money. Wasn't that nice though? He, you know, he gave a nice shout out to Jesse. My, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, but you know, yeah, he's nice still shout out. <laughs> yeah, manipulation. We are the best guys. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> thought exactly it was, what, what do you mean manipulation? Is. I thought it was sincere. Clearly. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're as good as me. You can have your own yeah. okay, now. But you know something? Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a lot of manipulation going on. But I did feel there were some genuine moments. I did feel as though there were some genuine moments mm-hmm. going on in the um, the discussion between Jesse and uh, Walt in the car wash. Like what? <laughs> I think there were, I mean, he was just talking about the meth, and Jesse. He just wasn't listening to Jesse at all, and he has not ever. No, no, he's listened not listening. Be- he's not listening to him at all, of course, mm-hmm. because he's he's. Obviously wants his end goal, but right. I do believe that he believes that it's a ridiculous move for Jesse to walk away in his brain. Well, because he makes he just doesn't argu- want to be alone. He's like, you know, he doesn't want to be alone. But you really think that he doesn't believe in the theory? Yeah. That if you can be the best at something, why wouldn't you be? And by the way, this is me with the person I live with yeah. every day. Why wouldn't you're the best host in this business, Maria Menounos? I say it all the time. Why wouldn't you? want to keep going with this why would you just want to like mm-hmm. you know not take another job or not do extra not do like what you see ryan secrets doing like why I, so i'm in the, so i totally fell for him there yes it was a manipulation but i feel he believes that right. yeah i do too because i think it all goes back to him talking about squandering your potential that's what he said last week he said talking about he gave up his potential for five grand and here he uses the same terms squander your potential why would you do he's not only talking to him he's talking to himself from whatever it was right. 20 years ago where he made that same mistake that's and what by, he's doing and by the way most of that's what most of us do when we're yeah. offering advice or helping people right. it's based on our own yeah, you, you give it, you, yeah. I think that uh, from Jesse's perspective though I mean what do you do when you see your hero turn into the villain and I think he's recognizing that 
Absolutely. That's a whole different argument, of course. Yeah. He's che- but his look to Skyler, he's so spooked. Yeah, he is. He's so yeah. spooked. Yeah, they, they, they both were trying to look at each other. This was my interpretation. Yeah. That looking to each other for a way out. Please help me. No, you help me. How can we get exactly. out of this? Can we get out of this together? Is there any way out? There How was about you? Do so you know? so much said in that exchange yeah. with no words. Like, geez, who, who are we with here? Yeah, they and... I love the way it's shot too. and the way I it's wish. and the way it's lit. It's yeah. it's the only thing that stands out is Walt's blue shirt. Of course, mm-hmm. the meth. Uh, we're watching it right now in studio. Oh well, I, the other thing I liked about it is when she's walking away and the lights there. I mean, all you, you again. We're talking all the bars and the razor wire and barbed wire we're seeing and everything. That just looked. There's so many grids and it just looked like trapped. They were trapped. They're trapped. They're trapped. They're trapped inside. Everyone knows it, but Walt though. He's so delusional. About what? That they're trapped? About all of it, yeah. He just doesn't see. He well, doesn't you know, see oh, any boundaries. He doesn't it, see the I mean, I don't wires. know. If it's, it, maybe it's delusional. I just, he is just a man possessed. He's so driven. Yeah. And, you know, it's like if anything that's, um, someone has an invention or, you know, you hear all the greats that they're they're eating it, they're sleeping it, they're breathing it, and they're they're not considering anything else. Right. All mm-hmm. these guys. So, of course. And it's been eating in, at him for 20 years. Yeah. And, of course, his involved drugs and killing people and all yeah. of that. But if you if you take that stuff away yeah, and know. you just bring it down to the fact that he's got this pure recipe that he yeah. created. That he's so proud of. 99.1%. <laughs> right. I mean, nobody else does that. Can I just bring up something quickly? Do you guys remember when he was writing on that notepad in the beginning before he killed Crazy Eight? He was writing down the cons. Murder is wrong, yeah. bro. He'll kill your entire family. Yeah. You like, wouldn't be able to sleep with yourself? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like, those were the days. Like, what happened? When he did a pro and con. <laughs> yeah, the pro and the con. The moral like killing is. Yeah. This one Doesn't little guy. Doesn't seem to have that problem anymore. No, yeah. don't, don't think so. so. Those he's days are gone. He's taking all the stuff. But he said, because you know what? We're going to hell. But I'm not going lying down. And yeah. by the way, I don't want to go lying down either. Yeah, exactly. So do you guys think that it's the decisions that have led him where he is? Like, each decision has changed him? A little bit more. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's the natural course of an arc. But uh, it's it's not only that. It's it's his rationalizations that have allowed him to make those decisions. You know, we got a, another great this. fan mail that I'm going to read in our special segment. Okay. And I, 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 Ben, we I shared it with you before we went. We watched the show, and uh, I'll read it to everybody. But this guy had such great insight on Walter White, and it was it was in response to all the Walter White hatred. Right. That's out there and how yeah. painting him as the devil and Skyler is like a good wife and he's in support of Kevin and I. So yes. We like him. <laughs> we like him. <laughs> so that's why I But he had, a very, he had a very sound argument. Right. Now now again, purely as a as just a fan who's uh-huh. having fun watching this show, I was just so excited until the end. I was not right. sure with that. But I was so excited finally when say my name right when he has this huge group yeah. uh, this big syndicate across from him and they're like yeah. Heisenberg. Yes. I was thrilled for him. Uh, yeah, but this is also, uh, uh, that's that escalation of his hubris. Yes. He just so wants everybody to know he's a man, and that, that's going to be his undoing. It's going to be his undoing. Oh, yeah. Why do you have to keep saying that? Because it is. I mean, that's the natural course of it things, is. which is great. Yeah, but wait. But well, why? Great it's, not, it's not Trump's undoing. Think of all the other people with hubris. The, why do they? Why does he have to get undone? Why can't, <laughs> why can't he end up like on, a, on, a, on an island? Because why can't he undo margaritas? everyone else? It's because of himself. <laughs> Be- because then it's not a tragedy. <laughs> he can't stand. He can't like <laughs> walk outside and look at what's going on. That's the problem. He can't separate himself from what I know. And happening. I'm saying most people right. that are obsessed with something can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. You know, I'm a filmmaker, and a lot of times as a director, you have to make those tough decisions. And all you're thinking about is the shot, or all you're thinking about is the film, and you're not thinking about the fact that 
you know, someone has to ball their eyes out in the scene and, you know, for, <laughs> if they're doing a sad scene, I'm serious, you right. know, and you, you get so, but, but, you know, why a lot of directors you meet are kind of assholes, you know, mm-hmm. but that's why, because they're mm-hmm. thinking of that one thing. So, and we, of course, enjoy the art. You, I know, would enjoy the meth. Not saying you do, what? but I'm saying you what? would love it. But yeah. I'm saying you know we get to enjoy the, enjoy the fruits of the labor. But no, but I I can see where somebody's right. just so obsessed. And I you know, not enjoy and that. you wonder how much with Vince Gilligan, his obsession with his own writing uh-huh. and his own creations, mm-hmm. how much that comes out in the character of Walter White. You wonder. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything on that. I've heard him just talk about. Uh, actually, he usually gives a lot of the uh, credit to the, uh, his writing We'll stick Marie on him next time. Yeah, see if we can do she sees that. him. Let's talk a little bit further about the Jesse uh, Walt scene where Jesse says, he, he, you know, wants his money. Jesse's, uh, Walt's not going to give him any of it. And, he find, and Jesse, of course, walks away from all of it. It's amazing. And, you know, yeah. in, uh, what I found so realistic <laughs> is the fact that, you know, try getting, if, when you're dealing with a mobster and a yeah. gangster, try getting your money from them. Yeah, forget it. Never do. Yeah. Never, you know, ever. I can't speak to it, but it reminded me of something <laughs> yeah. I've heard before. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you never get your money The whole out time I was just... <laughs> never. Yeah. And, and uh, so very realistic, but how about Jesse just being great? Standing up. Like, yeah, nope. standing up. Yeah. Jesse's saying, you know what? Okay. That took some cojones. Did you guys notice the back of his jacket, the cross with the circle in it? No, I didn't. Yeah, he no. did. And as the season progresses, I've been notice, noticing more and more like Christian symbols. It okay, was, who's it was jacket? Jesse's jacket. Okay. Had a cross on the back. It was like threading and a mm-hmm. circle in it. And that means the circle inside the cross or the cross inside the circle. It means that God is a circle whose center is everywhere right. and it's circumference is nowhere. nowhere. So, so yeah. in other words, there's no hiding from, you know, someone's watching this or there's some higher power. Right. And, and even, Ugh, and he could even be the Walt one he- says, you know, if you believe in hell or that kind of thing, we're already going there. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you wonder if Jesse is, you know, going to be martyred, you know, in some way, mm-hmm. hoping not. If anyone does it, I feel like Todd will. Well, yeah, we mentioned that last yeah. week. Speaking of yeah. Todd, then how about the way he took over, took uh, Jesse's place? That was really interesting. I was so wow. excited for Todd. <laughs> I was excited for Walt. I was like, what a model employee. He's a man. I'm not, he didn't want <laughs> the money. He wanted to prove himself. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. You know, they take the break. And usually when they take the break, that's when Walt and Jesse have a little moment. Uh, they talk whatever they're talking about. He's watch, So he's watching a broom commercial. Yeah, they, but, but they usually, <laughs> yeah, again, another horrible TV thing that they're right. watching. Right, Ben? I think that was the ShamWow guy, it was actually. Some, yeah, it was the ShamWow guy. All in blue. Perfect. perfect. But what I liked is usually that's when Walt and Jesse would have this little bonding time. But not this time because Todd is, you know, he's Flash checking out the notes. He's looking at, you know, looking <laughs> no, at. No, he's working. Yeah, he's working. But I go, I go, that's not a good sign if you ask me. I'll tell you what, because he's given up his cook again. Right. Why would you do that? Right. Uh, well, he's mad and he wants to, you know, continue but on. Why would you give up the one thing that's, that makes you the best? Just arrogance, I think. It's crazy. Keepers. Just another thing. Because, you know... Someone who's a natural Especially to a guy that, you, that has, you haven't really vetted this guy. I mean, you vetted him to the degree that you brought him on a heist, but... To bring him into that, I mean, I, he's, I know he's Mike desperate. Mike semi-vetted him, remember? Well, no, no, that part, yeah, but what I mean is now he's in your circle, he's your in there. inner, inner circle, where right. before it was the three of them, and remember they put Todd on the outside, why don't you go outside, we're going to talk. Right. Now he's on the inside, now and he's, he's showing in. him his cook. You go, hey, listen, you got to trust people, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
I mean, know, do, can do, I, do you think I you mean, really trust him, or do you think he's just because he's desperate, he doesn't have anybody just to help him? I think it's partly desperate, I think also you get such an arrogance where, again, another, yeah. another mob thing, right? Yeah. Back east, right? Guys sure. that I work for? Yeah. Be like, okay, here's the key to my, like, meeting yeah. once, here's the key to my <laughs> a bakery, right. right? It was a bakery. You're not going to go against me, because if Come you Come in anytime you want. Right. I was like, what the, I'm like, I don't even know this guy. And there's right. like, you know, the, all the money's in there, the safe, the, the yeah. all the expensive machinery, whatever, and... You know, when as I got to know them better, yeah, and you know, like years later, whatever, down one of the feasts, you know, you have right. like your vodka lemonades, and yeah, then you, I'm like, geez, that was always kind of weird. Like, okay, I'm a college kid, so you you knew you could, tr- is it because you knew you could trust me? Because uh-huh. yeah, you gave it up so fast. He's like, no, I just would kill you if you ever, yeah, that's he's like, you'd exactly. just be dead. So, like, I'm not afraid of you, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, whoops. So, it's almost that, like, go ahead and steal, yeah, because th- you know, I, you know, you're just gonna mm-hmm. chop your hands off. So, I think it's it speaks to his arrogance and his Th- hubris. That's right. And let me like throw this out, okay? Let me throw this out. Yes, Todd's a loose cannon, mm-hmm. but I feel like Todd wants to again, another old mob thing, right? Right, they always target the guys who don't have deep family connections or that want really want approval badly. Right. There's guys mm-hmm. that will just go to jail for 20 years just to know they're in. Yeah. That they're in the family, mm-hmm. that they're taken care of. Um, I'm probably the only one telling you, like, Todd's going to make his share of mistakes, like killing a kid or whatever. Right. I'm not so sure he's going to... He may really look up to this guy. No, I think he does. And he uh, may not right. be... The, he, may, he may make mistakes to, f- sure. to screw Walter, uh-huh. but I don't know if he's going to. It'd be interesting... If we didn't go that way, because everyone's expecting him to go down that road. Yeah, well, I don't know. Right now, they're really painting him as a guy that just wants to earn his bones, you know, do right by them. Oh, I, I want him to come work at AfterBuzz. Exactly. He's amazing. But he'd be great But here. again, he kept the spider. See, Ben, you know, wouldn't yeah. he be great at AfterBuzz? <laughs> but he also oh, yes. kept that spider. It was just a, just a weird thing. Exactly. I was just going to say, I think that Todd's bringing a brand new element to Breaking Bad that we haven't seen in any yep. of the characters before. Yep. He is this weird natural natural element of evil just pure evil what, we haven't seen that before <laughs> i mean it, but but he's like this weird creep type i mean who else reminds you of him uh gus well weird for, yeah no. gus no no wait i think think you right. see the darkness yeah wait we're talking over each other tell me why gus is freaky the the idea that the way he that box cutter scene yeah coming just down the, that whole thing and just slitting his that weird freaky shit okay can i can i counter of course. Yeah, go for it. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was making right. a statement. Ve- he was mm-hmm. very controlled. He was, goes back to what Walter said to him, you, you and I are a lot alike. Right. So I feel, whereas this kid is, right. he's he's off in the head. It's not business and power for him. I think mm-hmm. it's like acceptance, and I think he is definitely weird. And probably that weirdness has made it so he's never been accepted. And uh-huh. the fact that now, like, that's the kind of guy that, like, Walt is maybe puts his arm around him, pats him on the back a little bit, and he's going to run through a brick wall for you. So right. I agree with you. I think he's uh, definitely I, spooky. Weirder, I, I, I don't disagree that there may be a different reason for his but weirdness. But I think weirder. I think, I, think I think Gus is a type that was like, this is exactly what I need to do to get what I need in mm-hmm. this moment. I need to slice this guy's throat in front of these guys. I need uh-huh. to make an example. Whereas he's not picking up the spider and saying, I need to pick the spider up to show this, that he's looking no, at that spider. But you're, like also, you're also talking about somebody who's 25 years his senior, so I don't know what Gus was like at Todd's age. Right, but for all well, I know. we know is we saw him at that meeting with his boyfriend and partner, and they were making a business deal. I mean, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. The other aspect is he's not in it for the money. Clearly, he says in this scene. What, I, Todd? Exactly. Uh, but I 
think that's just what he says because he's in it for the money. There's no way. I mean, he needs a job. I think, I yeah, because he needs the money. Yeah, but guys, we'll find out what. Just be open to the fact that it might be he wants acceptance. He wants oh, to be I part. Don't, I don't disagree he with that. He wants to be I part of something. I think that's absolutely part of it. But I, clearly, he, the reason why he's working the gig is because he wants money. I don't. I think no, he may want the, He may want to be part of something. John, you know, as I said, there's a I lot think, of yeah, but you can get that anywhere. But I, I, I also think that no, they, this be, is the opportunity in front of him he, I, to suggest that he d- isn't doing this because he wants the money. I think is crazy. You I think the money is a big part of it. Honestly, I think people get off on really weird things, and I think just being in this business is why he's in it. I think uh, what? I have no like idea what certain that things people really you know have weird, creepy desires, and I feel like being involved in this business, killing people. I feel like this is what makes him happy. The spider, like this, is what makes him. Yeah, happy. I, I, I think, don't think I it's do. The I, money. Well, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. No, I think the money's part of it, but I do think it's wanting to to do bad things and be part and be accepted by I don't know it's just I was around it for 10 years and all I saw lots of kids who'd be like oh let me get that for you let me help you with this let me help you with that to the mobsters and it was like and not a lot of them made any money but it was mm-hmm. just like they wanted to be in they wanted to wear the nice clothes they wanted to just strange you know and that's like the lesson that I learned as I got out it was like and they knew it too they were aware they're like no a lot of these guys just want to be accepted they want to be part of something bigger wow so it, it, listen we're gonna f- uh, we're gonna uh, find well, out. But everyone Todd, we'll everyone thinks it's it. a, for Todd. It, it seems like the fans are thinking it is about the money, and that he is gonna turn and do what. I'm not so sure. I'm and I'm hoping that Vince goes a different way because that's the way you'd ex- that's what we'd expect. Uh, what I'm saying is I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I don't think that. Uh, he's doing it for one or the other. I think the lifestyle that you were talking about, that he wants to be part of something bigger, I think that's all tied in with the whole, just like the watch and the, they want the clothes, they want the life. I think that's all. But the all. fact that he was staring at that spider in the jaw, she's right, John. That just, that just doesn't seem like a I, like, I think that's creepy too. <laughs> I, the fact that you didn't, you guys don't think Gus Fring is creepy, that makes no. me go, well, that yeah. makes me like, you guys are a little weird. You Gus, guys are a little no, Gus Fring was, it's a different kind of creepy, but Gus no, Fring was scary. smart. And scary. Was no, scary. scary. So you didn't think he was creepy at all? No, I thought I he think, was smart. And I thought scary. In every wow. decision he okay. made. Yeah. Todd, strictly creepy. Yeah. Not smart. Does what he does because he likes well, it. Well, again, I think Gus is smart. Tells you all that kind of thing. I, I feel still think he's creepy. I feel like a Gus. If uh, right, well, we can, it was we you know exhausted okay. this topic. <laughs> we have. Well, I, did, I think it was it, for Gus. It was wherever he was going to make his money, and this was the way he was going to make his money. But anyway, yeah, you said we've exhausted. But you know what, John? No, one yeah. more thing. Sure, another phenomenal cook montage. <laughs> Yeah. Right now, there's no tomorrow. The high fives, like they have the best cook montages. They do. And why? And by was yeah, this one really special to us? Well, I, I will let you, as the filmmaker, discuss that. Okay, so the song is called "Going Down." Yes. It was a Monkeys B-side, and yes. it was sung by Mickey. By Dolan. the group, the Monkeys, and it was done in the, in the late '60s, or early '70s. I can't remember. And and a B-side, so it wasn't yeah. a popular song. Right. Well, I. Uh, Heard it. I have all remembered it. it. Well, you know, I we our movie Serial Buddies is uh, hopefully going to be out in the fall. Yeah. And we have a scene, a montage scene, where we use that the exact same music. song. Yes. And I was always proud that we were able to blow the dust off it and find it before anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and now I see that, you yeah. know, Vince has, and I see that as as a great thing. And yeah. I, I've, I'm, like, just it's so excited. Tune. It's a great yeah. tune. But the fact that... the Probably the greatest like 
currently the greatest writer and like our tour in the business used it. Yeah. Uh, and that we use it too. very effectively, by the way. It makes yeah, it was amazing. But it makes me feel, at a personal level, it makes me feel very yeah. good. Uh, it's my Walter Valerie White moment. Exactly. Oh, it's my Walter White moment. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to like, I'm ready to go shoot somebody now. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's move on to talking about I Hank. am the danger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, but let's move on. Talk, speaking of the danger, the danger is coming close because Hank's it, doggedness has come uh, into play into this particular episode. Uh, I, I like the love the board scene. Well, whatever you call it. Board, I call it a boardroom scene, but it was like the uh, uh, scene uh, that you would have in a boardroom of a company, but instead it was at the DEA office where his, his boss is giving the lowdown on the yellow tie, the uh, blue blazer, and you notice yeah. uh, there was no, the boardroom. Hank, uh, excuse me, yeah, Hank had yeah. no uh, color at all. No, he's still in that sand, earth tone, all that kind of stuff going on, and not paying attention at all <laughs> to the. And I think we've talked about this many times. How he's not going to be good sitting behind a desk because that's just not where he. That's not where he lives and breathes. That's not who he is. And, and by so. the way, like similar, it's the way he's obsessed yeah. with the case. It's similar to to Walt's obsession. Right. Exactly. Which is, and it needs to be in order to catch him if he's right. going to that obsession. And and we got to see how he, even though he gets a dressing down by his boss, even though he gets funding cut from him, he still finds a way. Just like Walt always seemed to find a I way. I was so excited. The surveillance budget was cut. I'm like, yeah. we're home free. Can we <laughs> just start making some real money? Uh, not yet. No. no. <laughs> always, and then I thought it was great that he go, they're always follow. They decided to follow the lawyer because you always follow the money. Always follow go. the money. That's a good point. So that's how you can undo things. And, and speaking of lawyer, how about how fun with those two particular scenes when he goes into the bank and uh, has his little I love this. bacon banana cookies with the... The cake the, pops. The, I love yeah, that. The cake pops. Is it? You like the cake pops? Oh, yeah. I just love... I, she walk, He walks in and I'm like, something's wrong. Yeah, well, because she just, was great. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I just love that shot when he turns around and Gomez is just standing there smiling. The like, smile yep, from Gomez is amazing. I got you. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, multi, multi-layered. Yes. So we got bacon bits, which is the pigs, which is the cops, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Which is also... Also speaking back to the bacon uh, of uh, Walt. Right. And speaking of the bacon of Walt, right? And then um, the, the fact that they're being gluttons. You yep. know, she's talking with mm-hmm. the husband, wants a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's obviously had a few... Uh, she hasn't. She's had she a, hasn't turned away a few meals. She's been overserved, <laughs> and you know Mike talks about slow and steady. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, giving the money out yeah, slow piecemeal. and steady, mm-hmm. not all at once. Which is like, again going back to the chickens. There's enough for everybody. Right. And, you know, doing all that stuff. Not the hungry, hungry hippo of Walt right. who wants it all now. Who's being a pig? He's being a pig. Did you guys see the other cake pops though? Which there were a couple of pig faces on there. Yes. There exactly. were also a cowboy and bald ones, bald cake pops. Wow. That's bald guys. Of course, exactly what's going on. But is Hank the cowboy? Well, he thinks that he is. Yeah, I'd say he's <laughs> a, is a western. We have a lot of western shots, Who's especially the showdown with that one. There was a bear. <laughs> so, and you know the the yeah, we, well, bear. Interesting. Could be Russians. I don't know. I loved how you know <laughs> she you know no, no question. She's just opening all these safety deposit boxes, and I you know I know you're not really supposed to talk about you know. She's not sharing business. the cookies with anybody. Yeah, not sharing the cookies. Yeah, you yeah. Know. But open all these boxes. Never question about what this is all because that's that's an unusual thing to have all these safety. De- usually there's one safety deposit uh, safety deposit right. box open at once. She's opening you know whatever eight or nine. Well, obviously at least nine, probably ten because one's for uh, Hank, uh, Mike. And the jazz music's playing, and then did you see the shots just got w- more interesting? Yeah, all the mm-hmm. quick cuts and the, all that money going in there, and I love. Hey, congratulations, Kaylee. Although she's it's all been taken away. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah, no. 18th birthday. Yeah, it's gone. That would have been one hell of a birthday party. 
Probably that best that it's Kaylee. taken away. Why? Because she was too young to get it. Yeah, that's I what mean, I said. I said it should have been twenty-first at, at best. You know, you you can't trust these youngins. She'd get rid of the money by twenty-five and then have no skills to get a real job. I don't think it's good having that money. <laughs> what about you know the other thing to? She's talking. Uh, you know, Dor- her name is Dorothy Yobbs. She's talking about boats and and the yeah. husband wanting to buy a boat, blah blah. And it's uh, Cradlock Marine Bank. Right. So Marine Bank, and I was trying to figure out what all the association was with, with, bo- boats. with boats and marine. I don't know, something about freedom. Obviously the color out. blue, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, I was at the end, of, we end know, up at, at a lake. At the pond or the lake pond, yeah. near water. Yeah. That's where I went with it was uh, out on the open water. That's where I went with it. But, but I have no idea exactly what it was. I'm sure our... our, our well, we also know he's not as good a, uh, an attorney as Saul. No. In fact, Saul's jealous and pissed off. Oh, wow. <laughs> and goes right into it during <laughs> yeah. this crisis moment. Exactly. Hilarious. Goes right into it. And he, what does he say? Mo, Larry, and Chem. And Chem, not Mo, Larry, Curly. No. Mo, Larry, Chem. So, so it was because yeah. they're Mo, Larry, Curly. Yeah. That's what I took it okay. as. Okay. Yeah, but it was just another Three Stooges reference. Right. I, and took the second string of the Three yeah, Stooges. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't you know, even Mo, the Larry, Shemp. That's, yeah. that's, you know, we've we've had Mo, Larry, Curly yeah. references here before. Why do you think he was referring to Shemp? Because he thinks that uh, the other lawyer was Shemp. Yes. It's um. It's Dan Waxber. And do you guys think that Mike, because of his age and, and how old he is, like he trusted this guy? He was like using that guy maybe all his life. Or do you think his age at all came into why he used this guy? Whose age? Uh, Mike. Because clearly he was using this lawyer who was like, had, was not a good guy to use, was a total goof. And I just feel like maybe it's because of Mike's age that that came into play. Why, uh, wh- why was he a total goof? His lawyer? Yeah. Well, even Saul was calling out the Dan Waxper well, and saying, why would he use that guy? Well, I, yeah, but most that's of that Saul. I took, that's yeah, just Saul's jealousy coming it's into play. Saul, I don't Saul. Yeah, Saul I mean, is I mean, goof. I don't, I don't think he was a top-notch lawyer, but to do what he needed to do, you're not really going to get a top-notch lawyer. Right. We should have so. used Saul. <laughs> Well, but obviously he had his own reasons for not using Saul. Maybe it was because he was too linked with Walt and Jesse. Else. That's my guess. Probably, yeah. He needed somebody that was a step yep. away from that. Right. Yeah, but Saul yeah. said he. I would have hooked him up with somebody else. He would have, but he also. But then he would. He still would have known. He could have given those nine names up to. Yeah. To so. to Walter. So, uh, guys, you know, this is. I'm sorry to backtrack, but uh, okay. help me with Antoine Lavoisier. Ant- yeah, Anton actually. It's Anton. Antoine. It is Antoine. It is Antoine. I beg your pardon. Antoine Lavoisier. Uh, he was a French nobleman around in 1700s. He's known as the father of modern chemistry. He named yeah. uh, oxygen and hydrogen. Helped create the metric system and put together the first list of elements. Right. Nice. So, so you don't have to be that. Guy. So he doesn't. He's not exactly. He's not asking him. Uh, not <laughs> to asking be him the to be the father of yeah, modern chemistry. Exactly. Guy. I just need to apply yourself, which is uh, every somebody else made the reference that that's what he said to Jesse earlier. There was also lots of references to doubling, double down, double down. You right. know, and we're gonna cook twice as much. Right. Yeah. Right. And then obviously lots of two shots. You know, the mm-hmm. the uh, at the ending. Um, you know, and. Uh, that's this. This has been my question for a long time. We've talked about it, not not in any great depth though. Why does he need a partner? Why does he need the Jesse role fill? Because he doesn't need somebody else to help him cook. Probably saves time. He may save time, but you know, he, it's not that. You know, I don't think he does it because he saves time. He seems to really want somebody there. He seems to like that person under his wing. He seems to like to bring them along. I'm just I'm just wondering what that's about. I think he's all about the 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 ad. 
the adulation, the applause, mm-hmm. right, that he didn't get. So at least somebody I'm working with I knows what I can do? I think you need a partner in crime, like an audience member, mm-hmm. a, you know, somebody there that can kind of acknowledge it. And you know what else, John? You he, you want to share the glory, and he's not sharing right. it with wifey poo. Right. <laughs> and you go back to the beginning of the season where he pulls off this big thing. He takes yeah, down he one of those pop from it. Nothing. No. Like, she's just nagging him about whatever. Um, so that's what I think it is. It's a good point. It's a good point on your part that it's it's definitely not about just having two extra hands. It's about yeah. It's not about that because I think that's why he feels so betrayed that Jesse wants to leave. Yes, because there's no one else to share this with. Him. There's no one to share it with, and I, I also think that they have a bit of a father. They're oh, they weird clear. father yeah. son, yeah, they do. Exactly. and that's what you'd say to a son that had talent, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how many times have you guys heard stories of like kids that were athletes? Oh, yeah. I want to quit because I want to get married or be with my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. quit? What? You're the best. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was watching uh, mm-hmm. last night. Todd uh, Marinovich's. Mm-hmm. If you guys oh, don't know, wow, yeah. Robo QB, the father raised him to be a pro. Yeah, quarterback. And the kid, you know, just, just didn't want it. Just didn't want it. And, it, you know, mm-hmm. and the father was like, what do you mean? You have this opportunity. and But it didn't want it. Yeah. You know, so that's. But it never works out if you don't want it. No, if you don't want no. it. Nope. Uh, all right. Well, listen. That, first of all, we want to tell everybody thank you for sending in your uh, comments and your uh, rating us on iTunes. Uh, that really helps us. And we appreciate that so much, especially those who are giving us comments on the shows and our catches. But uh, for, for us here, we really want you to get, you know, take a moment, if you can, go to iTunes, rate and comment on us, tell a friend. That's what allows us to keep bringing uh, free content in these shows and keeps the lights on. And we just want to say thank you for everybody who's doing that. So any new people, Kristen? Yeah, we have oh. Tom Gilpin, Watchtower Base, Four Jonah, Noel, Angelina, Steve Grant, Monty nine nine two, Bo Blood, and Chris White says the only reason he doesn't cry after Breaking Bad is over is because he knows this podcast is coming <laughs> on. All right. Well, I'm glad it's he funny. doesn't cry. I still am. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when that's why we're on ten minutes after it airs because yeah. we all need to go cry in the bathroom <laughs> yep. and then we can get on. <laughs> all right, let's talk about. Mike now, and because uh, this leads to our big ending, of course. Uh, you know, he, again, he's so smart and just you know professional with his. You know, I just you know the whole thing. I just I don't even know where to start. But the part I wanted to jump in on is I loved him, especially when he's out alone in the desert or wherever it was, when and he's listening on his uh, laptop. And he realizes he, that's it; they're coming for me. So he dumps everything in the big well. What stuff. a great shot! Yeah, great shot, of course. And then you know, just to, just to have the you know, again, he's been in this for so been in this business for so long. He has got such forethought and foresight to have a well mm-hmm. to dump all this stuff. I mean, right. when did he have that? And who knows when he put that together? I just love the sheer amount of pistols. Yeah, I know. That's the it. other thing. It's like two shotguns and assault rifle, and yeah. then just like a raining pistol. And, and yeah. you <laughs> wonder what the stories are behind those guns. I mean, that could be a web series in <laughs> itself, <laughs> right? Do you think there's a correlation between, and this may be reaching, but all those pistols and Saul with the uh, drawer full of cell phones? <laughs> Is that his well, like, weapon They both choice? have their weapons, yeah. The same, exactly. yeah. the same kind of reason. Yeah. You can't use the same thing yeah. twice. Burners. I felt yeah. tonight he was an old tonight. He was more of an old man. I, well, I think that's what yes. they were doing. I think they were Even really the showing the weight of it. I think they were really showing that that that, uh, that 
this the the, the stress of it all is he's finally is like you know this is it's not a young man's game. I mean, it's not an old man's game. It's a you know what? When the done. cops barged into his place with a search mm-hmm. warrant, and he was watching that old movie. In the old movie, they it was about the co- a cop who killed himself, and that took me to the place that. Do you know what movie that was, by the way. I'm sorry to interrupt. It's okay. okay. Uh, let me try to look. All right, go ahead. That just took me to the place that I thought maybe he was going to kill himself because he was an old cop. Well, I thought it was really interesting too that last week when he had Walt. Um, in the uh, office of the uh, uh, pest control place before he went to go uh, meet with Saul at the DEA to uh, do the TRO. As he was getting up, he's like, oh, well, uh, and he's kind of strains to get up and you saw the the weight of it and the a- age of him and all that. And they were, they, he's really, as I, I assume it's in the writing, but he as an actor has certainly picked his moments to show that age and that that wearing on him. And, uh, t- and uh, on a side note, yeah. you know, for you guys out there that have dreams, or you're an actor or a writer, or trying to be in this business, or anything that you feel yeah. is a long shot, that actor has not been. I mean, the what I remember him from is the original Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. Cop. Yeah. We're talking what, maybe twenty plus twenty five years, 25 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And who would have? I'm sure he didn't think. Right. But I certainly didn't, you know, think that 25 mm-hmm. years later he would be turning in, yeah. you know, one of the most yeah. amazing and memorable performances on TV. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really very yeah. cool, very uh, storied career. I mean, he's had I mean, you've seen him in dozens of things, and he's always done a great job. I agree with Kristen though. What she said, I thought they were alluding to Mike killing himself. Uh-huh. I just when he saw the cops everywhere, I thought, yeah. oh no, he's like he maybe it was going yeah. to do but it. maybe it was uh, going through I, I thought the same thing I when he was behind the tree there and they showed his face and when they saw the felt. revolver in the bag yeah. for whatever reason I didn't even think about Walt doing it I thought Mike was right. going to use that on himself I thought oh. at well I'll say it at the end what I thought well, I thought that until uh, obviously he made the call. But at first, second, I was like, "Man!" He's, but then I go, "No way! He's not going to kill himself right with his granddaughter there." Yeah, that's it's just not something he would do. Mm-mm. Right. I wonder so. how he got out of there, though. I mean, <laughs> I really want to know that. He slipped how many different tails? <laughs> yep. Right. He slipped all its tails. So. And you know, we'll, we they do such a good job writing this show. We got. I'll give him that break. Yeah. If that seemed a little unrealistic, they can have that. Oh no, I mean, no. we see him slip again right out from Walter as well. But uh, yeah, he, so he's watching the, the movie, <laughs> whatever that. I, mean, I really was as yeah, we, as I'm that movie is happening. Still trying to I'm going, find what it. What the hell? I, I know that was saying something, but I have no idea what that movie was. I, di- I didn't catch the reference when the cops were seeing everything. Well, you know, the only thing that felt weird to me, and this is moving on to Walt, uh, but that one, you know, when he's with Hank and he's doing his crying game, and he, you know, he's trying to get Hank out of the office and finally does. It was such a. It was. A, that moment with Gomi outside the office and Hank's talking to him and, and, and that, Hank, that Walt gets to hear all that I was like that that to me was a little too easy and I thought that sent me somewhere because I thought for sure they were setting something up like because normally they, they don't do something like that where you overhear something that you know, do you think there's a little weak writing yeah it just seems like they, they're yeah. m- usually much better at that that was the only thing I was like because like, wow, that's weird. That's it. Felt like out of place that they how they would normally do it. Right. And that well, was that the one moment. To that Kristen's felt weird. point about cops being stupid. Yeah. We were talking off the yeah. air about before we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> On my way home, I'll probably get a ticket though. So. <laughs> well, I, I, not go I, there. I, I agree <laughs> that they they we were talking about how Hollywood makes yeah. you know, these super cops how smart they are yeah. and uh, you know I my brother's a policeman so I grew up with oh, many. M- yeah. <laughs> no, no, hell no. Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd be yeah. the, no, he would tell you the same thing. Yeah. Believe me, my brother would tell you the same thing. And growing up with them for years, a lot of them re- it was it was. 
but about everything but yeah. but bust making the big bust. And I'm sure I'll probably we'll have other people that feel differently, of course. But I thought it would have been more interesting because if they had said the conversation, had the conversation right in front of Walt, I would have believed it more because they discount him. He's of course is no. You know, he's no worry to us. He's certainly not anybody we're involved in or looking for or anything like that. So it's almost like he's, you know, to them, he's still that guy in that uh, Pontiac with the uh, fern green thing. That would have been more I interesting. I think you kind of have to at least make it a little, you got to make a little space. I, I So I, for me, just being around it, right. it I buy it. I've, see, I've seen it because I've been there. I've yeah. been Walt around them. Yeah. And they go and they talk a little bit in code. Mm-hmm. But enough where I can understand them. But, but, but enough the thing, where but they're, they're making a feeble attempt to do what? I mean, what? What? What's the, why? What? What skinny is that to them? What? what, you're, what just do they not care? To, you're just not supposed to. Oh, you know, to, you know. So, to, to, I, I'm but fine. See, but that, the, and, the reason and, why and I liked it is because that's something they might have done in front of Gus. Because remember, they went over to Gus's house. They, had, right. you know, that's why he was right. so close to them, and that would have made me feel like, wow, he is really becoming. Uh, that which uh, I, just thought, I, just, I don't know. I just like the look from Gomi, just being like, "You got a minute?" And yeah. And then they high five outside. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I, I, I was. So uh, it works. For I, one of us. I was fine with it, you know. And the, um, but I was excited. Walk got the bug out, but yeah. And, and you know, unfortunately, he, you know, he was getting this. I thought they they were the bug was already going to be found. I thought that would have been more interesting as well. That he went yeah. to go there and the bugs n- and it's already gone. Because then it's like he's going to be freaking out. Oh crap! Who's got it? And then I thought that would have been really interesting to have that bug. Maybe, but I don't out. care to see the end of that story. Why? Because then you then you don't know if who they're going to pin it on. Are they going to think that Walt did it? Are they, they going right. to pin it on Mike? I, 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 I was mean, just happy that it wasn't. Uh, they didn't find it because it hopefully will extend. You know, the minute that Walt, I feel the minute that Hank thinks this is Walt yeah. or as an inkling yeah. we accelerate to the end of I know but that's what I'm saying I, I, I don't want it would have been great for them to find I'm the one holding up for another 16 episodes of course when Hank was studying those pictures I was like waiting for like Walter to be in the back of one of those pictures where mm-hmm. um, Hank was studying the pictures of Mike, of Mike right. the surveillance pictures like, yes by the way uh, you know, before, before we go on to the, the moment we all want to talk about which of course is Mike's demise mm-hmm. um Oh, spoiler alert! What you about, forgot to say that. <laughs> what about what about? Uh, well, not a spoiler. I'm People kidding. People already saw it. I'm kidding. Um, but the nice romantic dinner between oh yeah, Skyler oh. lovely and no, Walt. So, yeah, it was sweet. You just hear, I mean again yeah. great sound design. Clank, you hear the clank, ding of the microwave yeah. dinner. Yeah, <laughs> apart from the one with Jesse, of yeah. course. But and then the ripping of the cellophane off the microwave dinner was nice. I, I just love how he starts talking about it. Like yeah. it's just another day at the Just more small talk. New guy now. Exactly. Doesn't matter that we're cooking. And her is always with the just big glass of wine. Yeah. Just walks, walks away. Oh, huh. okay. I'm not. A, I'm not a Skyler fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, the knowledge of Walt, what Walt's doing, has always brought nothing but misery to Skyler. But yet. When she was in the uh, car wash, she was asking him what was going on. He's like, do you really want to know? So then, like, she gets up at the dinner table and leaves. So it's like she wanted to know. He tries to tell her little bits, and then she runs away and drowns in her wine. I don't know. It's like... What did we say about that? Sorry. Why? 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 Because names be trouble. There you go. Yeah. Or as Popeye used to say, women is fickle. That's it. Anyhow... (laughs) Can we please talk? All right, go. So, wait in. When Mike is there skipping stones, I'm just like, oh, just an old man. It's just, it's time to go. 
That's what you were thinking then? Yeah, yeah. I knew. Whoa. I knew. The go uh, bag at the yeah. airport. The go bag, yeah. yeah. Again, great stuff. The I go mean, bag. I, I was like, oh, that's nice of Walt not to let Jesse go and get it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Walt has other plans. Yeah, of he needed to. Uh, <laughs> he needed to get the info, and uh, he didn't get his apology. He didn't get his thank you. Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, all this whole thing again. He's no. He he just feels like so. Everybody's so ungrateful. Skyler's ungrateful. She <laughs> never said thank you. Never appreciated the fact that he saved the family. You know, <laughs> and Jesse. You know, I'm gonna make you a hundred million dollars, and you don't appreciate it either. And, and Mike, of course, has never said thank you for any of this. If I could have added one line to this script, uh-huh. whenever let's they were Vince. down, let's call Vince, see if we can get a rerun. Um, when they were down at the pond and Mike was just sitting there before he said anything and Walter was just going through, before he said shut up, if he would have just said thank you then, I wanted that because after he shot him. You wanted Mike to say thank wanted you? wanted Mike to say thank you because I felt like Mike was going to kill himself. So at that point, I wanted him to thank Walt. Well, I don't understand. You wanted Mike to thank after you got shot. Yes. You want? Why would he thank him? I don't know. Let's just end that right there. <laughs> no, I wanted him to thank <laughs> but him. But why? For what? For killing for him because I thought he was going to kill himself, and now he doesn't have to do it, and he sits by a pond and he dies peacefully. But I don't think he well, was going to. But he was I never going to kill himself. I thought he was going to kill himself, but but he clearly Mike wasn't because he's trying to get away. That's why he wants the go bag. I yeah. thought that go bag was a suicide bag, in my opinion. I didn't see it like that. No, and he could kill. He could have killed himself yeah, so many times. He jumped off a yeah, building or just, something. He was armed when he before he got the bag. He, yeah, he could have done it. He was point. armed because he had a gun with him That's when Walt went. In to my get mind, him. I think this is the best way Mike could have went. That's all I'm saying. Buy a pond. You know, that's a really peaceful that's a death. Be- oh, uh, yeah. I feel I like that's Wait, the Wait, before we get to his actual death, we really need to break down more the one-on-one with, yeah, with the two of them. Right. And you have to remember that. Walter's taken a lot of shit from Mike all yes. in the last couple of years. Now, yeah. it, it doesn't matter, mean that you know Walter didn't deserve it or whatever, sure. but the only one that I, other than Gus that's made him into a bitch is uh-huh. Mike, and Mike continues to you know, make him into a bitch, even the way he took the bag away from him. Right. And it, it speaks to the point that uh, Steamer made, is when he takes that bag away, yeah. it was like, Oh wow! That is the bitch chemistry teacher. He literally just w- look, looked yeah. him in the eye and said, "Okay, I'm not going to play this game with you. Yeah. I know you're not. You're not Jesse James. Just because right. you shoot Jesse James doesn't make you Jesse James. Right. I'm taking the bag off you, bitch." Right. And to see him reduced in that moment, mm. the buttons are being pushed, and, and how many times did he turn his back? Did I think he was going to get shot in the back? Yeah. Based mm-hmm. on everything we've heard, and it doesn't happen. Mm. Um, but then he wants his his, his thank you. Mm-hmm. And and we know that all he wants is this acknowledgement, right? right? That he's it's been he's, he hasn't gotten the credit, he hasn't gotten the acknowledgement, and, and no one's grateful for all the stuff that he's doing. He also it's the fact that he's been so disrespected. So out comes the emotion. Mm-hmm. He marches in that wide shot. He marches into frame, yeah. and pops a cap on him. And then you see he's not Heisenberg after he shoots him. You know, he goes back into that kind of squirrely, yeah. that squirrely like. Chemistry sure teacher. Emotions, uh-huh. yeah. And it's interesting because last week, when Mike had the gun pointed in his face, yeah, I thought it was such a juxtaposition from the last time there was a gun on him. Right. When the, the season before there was a gun on Walter, and he cringed like a like a such a bitch. Yeah. He's like, no, please, please. And, you know, even even right. Cranston's such a great actor, but even the way his 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 well, hands got and his legs got. 
And then there was the time with Jesse had the gun on him. Yeah. And then he got that better, that and he said, kill me. He had more emotion, right? Yeah. Put it right up. I'm talk- I was just talking about what Mike did yeah, to him. Yeah, exactly. But you're right, with Jesse, but he still was showing emotion. Yeah, and no, but I like that they're... He's growing. And then last week was, he's got the gun on him, mm-hmm. and he's just looking him right in the eye. Yep. And he's not... He just doesn't even care. He's fearless. Right. You know, cancer's going to kill me anyway. I'm screwed. I've lost my wife. I've lost my family. And so it was interesting to take another, yet another step in his character... To see him become a chemistry teacher at this, this, this. Uh, well, I was. I can't remember what because it, it. In my mind, it was he shot him and then he drove, and that. And I was wondering, was he panicking because it, he he started driving away? Maybe, but the panic kind of continues. Yeah, that's the part I like can't it. remember. Well, you know, it'll be up yeah, on the screen we'll see momentarily. Soon. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say um, when Waltz filled with rage and he has a lot of deep frustrations you can see his crazy eye go and that's when the oftentimes he's pushed to make these decisions that dig him deeper into this evil spiral you can kind of see him turn i mean i definitely saw it right before he did that march i i watched it across the screen in his eyes he turned into heisenberg right in front of us and the humanity was gone and then it was back right after he saw well, he, mike I, i've always said that this is not I don't know. I just don't feel like it's this this evil guy that's the devil. I, I feel like it's just a guy that's just had enough. He's just had enough in life. He feels like he's gotten the short end of the stick, whether he has or he hasn't. And he's just snapping. And then, uh, you know, when Mike pushes, has pushed his buttons all along, mm-hmm. he's been the only one who hasn't backed down a wall, doesn't buy into him. And yeah, cause he just snapped. Then. He yeah. just snapped. It was like, F you. You're not going to thank me. You're going to yeah. just take take money out of my hand. Like, the F, F this. Yeah. I'm Heisenberg. Bang. You know? Yeah. And of course. And then freaks. A little shoot, bit. Freaks. And then what was really interesting is as Mike's dying, you know, I didn't have to kill you. I could have right. gone to so Lydia. That, so that, that, that speaks to him. Another layer. <laughs> but that speaks to him really not re- having any kind of humanity left. Because he doesn't... I mean, the guy's dying right there. And he's no, like, he went right into the focus. Yeah. He went, wow, oh, I could have got the names from Lydia. Yeah. And Mike's like, can you just shut up? And yeah, it was a great down. line. Can yeah. you please... Just so I can die Yeah. And, and after it, all this. And we got to give you know uh, Mike so many uh, props for even what he said to him. We had a good thing going. Remember yeah. he said that so yeah. two seasons ago. We got a good thing going, right. Walt. Hey, but, but he said the things that would push his buttons. You didn't know your place. You didn't know your job. Right. And then that was that. Yeah. And that's what was the, And taking the money. And then exactly. that's, of course, what was going to get him killed. You wanted to be the man. All that stuff. I could have gone to Lydia. I just think it was... And just for Mike, yeah. you could see, like, such a great actor that on his face, he was like, I, this guy is so audacious. Yeah. You know, can you just let me die in <laughs> peace? Yeah, even even now. I Just give me the two minutes. Would you shut up? Oh. Oh, here we're going right this to is the it. moment. Look yeah, at, look we at are now we are actually watching the particular scene where he just grabs the bag away from Walt. For those of you who are listening, I mean, acting. anyone you know is an actor out there, a fan of acting. You just watched Cranston, uh, yeah. you know, doing so many different things yeah. with his face, and think of the range of emotions he captures in this yeah. one scene. We see everything. Yeah, we see. He's just we, great in everything he does. Well, and that's also Jonathan Banks. How little he ha- he does in a lot of his scenes, and it's right. all there. Yeah. He's not overdoing anything. He's underdoing. So, 
All right. Well, as we watch this, yeah, I mean, I could watch get lost in that scene over and over again. When he said that, when Walt said the thing about I could have got the names from Lydia, I was just like, like the air almost left me. He went right back. Well, he went right back to that insane focus because I thought for a second he was going to say something to him. Like I I thought he was going to apologize to Mike. Like, what what did I do? I thought that would have. That's where I thought he was going to go. He did say, "I'm sorry. I didn't have to kill you." Didn't he? Yeah, I don't know if he said I'm sorry, but the, even if he, he did, did that, that, that's not what he was sorry. Right. He was. I don't know. It was just all, it was just all the emotions that came yeah. up. I mean, at first yeah. I think he was, and then it was well, like, you know, geez, we, I didn't know. It was have just like, here's you. everything I'm feeling. You know, also I wanted, you know, <laughs> beside the, the fact. But I think he's, you know, some but, part so, of him wanted to kill him. Yes, but well, that's the rage, rage because he's yes, been bitched out by him. Yeah. And he's and been bitched out by And And when you see that march up to him with the gun. Yeah. He marches like a little baby. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it just Cranston's such a great actor. And, now the, and the look know, on his face. See, that, that look of panic, I thought, was... When he drives away. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, it didn't work. Now what? What do I do? What do I do? And so you go to handheld. Yeah. As, you know, as a cinematographer, yeah. which always shows, like, the panic and yeah. chaos. He's looking around. It's just very interesting. And when he gets up to the car, of course, Mike is gone, which is his worst night. Because you don't want a wounded animal out there. No. Especially a guy that knows what he's doing as much as Mike does. That's danger. And by the way, we were all sad because we all loved him. Yeah, we th- first of all, I think he's a great actor. I love seeing him on the show. I loved his character. I always loved the fact that they were in such conflict that made great drama. And now I'm just I'm pissed that he's You know, dead. he gave Jesse the advice, too. Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, he finally. was the wisdom yeah, look out for, for everybody. And he, he but even on this episode, he, yeah. he was always you. right and never delusional yeah. about what was going on. I don't yeah. think he was... You know, but we and we were wrong. But most of us, we were wrong. We thought he was going to die at Lydia's hand, right? So, I mean, what happened to Lydia? I certainly <laughs> oh, Lydia next week. Well, they week? get back into <laughs> it. Oh, worry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, she's next coming week. back. Yeah. No, yeah, she's going to give us a lot. How well, great was this? The way it was, it's hard for us, you guys, as uh, for you listeners. We're we actually have the episode on the replay in the background, and it's just hard not to get sucked in. Yeah. So I just um, hope we're not wrong, John. What's that? I hope that Lydia doesn't help Walt. End up being helpful to him because oh, we're yeah. the ones advo- that we're advocating killing her. Yeah, getting over with. I yeah. hope she's not I like, beneficial. Maria thought <laughs> Maria thought she was going to be beneficial. So uh, well, she will be to some degree. I just yeah. think she's. I always think I she's mean, a loose cannon. I don't think she's. She may help him in some regard, but you pay a price for that because she's a loose cannon. I think, but I think ultimately though, <laughs> Walt is the Walt is the danger. Yeah, I think like okay, so Todd might be bad, and well, yeah, part of the reason why he's a danger be, is because he's so delusional. He but, thinks but he's going to get out of this. But clean. my point is, everyone's worried about Todd and Lydia uh-huh. and this new group he's working with. Yeah. They all need to be worried about. Well, Walt. yeah, Walt. That's is, why I wouldn't work with them. But I think, the, but the look on Jesse and Scott's face—they know that they're that in is danger. Be. We're looking at the two-shot, the reversal of the two ball. Which almost guys. looks like a father and a son. Yep. Walt and Mike, but uh, it's it's just incredible. Please let me die in peace. And it's right. sunset, and the sun's going down. Oh, and as that ends, let's let's move on to our <laughs> yes uh, catches uh, of the week. We're doing our catches of the week. So, so from Mike August, uh, the death of, death of the kid really changed Mike, and it did appear that he was going to cry while sitting in the park with his granddaughter. So I see him as a hardened criminal who's been softened. He just needs to keep the danger away from her. So I don't know if he's a hardened criminal because he was an ex-cop. And remember, he he told his that one mm-hmm. story yeah. about how. How justice mind he was. Well, I think he's hardened and he's a criminal. I don't know that the hardened criminal thing means he's been a criminal forever. So I'm so. Why am I so deluded? I don't see him as a criminal. I just. Well, he's. Uh, it's kind of hard not to be when yeah. you're doing what he does. I don't yeah. see him that yeah. way. 
but I don't. You don't see him as a criminal? No. Logically yeah. speaking, my brain knows yeah. he's, a cr- he's okay. committing crimes. I right. just don't see him as a criminal. Yeah. On the show, <laughs> I don't see a lot of these people as criminals, but, I mean, then you have to remember they cook meth for a living. Yeah. That's illegal. And <laughs> They're just smarter. And they've killed people. Than most and of those. Ma- and they've killed people. That's, yeah, that's a crime. They did do that. Yeah. Is another uh, easy. So that's easy for you guys thing. to overlook. No, it's, it's, <laughs> you, no, it's not easy to overlook. No, we yeah. just forget. No, okay. the old, and the old rule is, it's like if they're if they're in, the, this, they all know the life they chose. Right. So it's different when you know, when you kill a civilian or a neighbor or whatever. So are we getting cut off? Yeah, we're getting. We, so we got to move on. Um, so keep, keep, finish let's up see. Real quick. Mike knows he's going to get caught eventually. After being on the law enforcement side for such a long time, he nodded while listening to Hank on the wire say something like. We're going to get Mike. Yeah, because... Further established he's right. a cop when he patted down Wolf weapons. Yeah. Okay. The trend of the threes continues. Uh, Mike says, I'm going to count to three. And, you know, we see... We know about the Holy Trinity and yeah. the completeness of it all. And we see we how many three shots yeah. we see throughout this. But yeah. now they're going to two shots, which of is course, yeah. very and interesting. They the double down. Mm-hmm. Uh, of mild interest was the TV show Walt and Jesse were watching. It pertained to making simulated caviar from kelp to maintain yeah. quality but lower price. Perhaps this is a hint. Walt is going to use inferior ingredients and give Dick Clan an imitation blue meth, potentially even a meth that kills his customers and ruins his base's drug pin. As we know, Walt will want to wipe out his competition being in the empire business uh last but not least there is uh you know one of our fans aj henley has sent this really long email i'm just trying to be brief about it but it speaks to like the journey of walt and how human he is and and what he's gone through and how understandable it is uh he says i want to weigh in on all the walter white hate Let's keep in mind that although we have experienced the transformation of walter white over the last five years he has experienced it what he's experienced has just been over a year. A year ago, Walter was an underachieving brainiac, not really respected at home. Skyler was not a good wife, not saying she was bad, but she was indifferent, passive-aggressive, sexually distant, and controlling. And Junior clearly idolized Hank far more than his dad. Not respected at work, you can see he loves his subject, but his students do not. And he walks around with the looming failure of his career because what happened to the company he helped start and how he was pushed out. And he clearly feels powerless because he could have tried to make another path for himself, teach at a community college until he finished his PhD, go to work for another company. He is one hell of an industrial chemist, after all. Or start a new company. But he does none of that. Instead, he stews in his own private failure soup and basically straps in waiting to die. Cancer comes as a wake-up call to Walt. And while many of us might not have made his choice to cook meth, once he did choose that, everything else kind of logically followed. Cook meth, gotta sell it. Buyers try to kill them, gotta defend ourselves. Not all are dead. Lock the survivor up to stay safe. Survivor tries to kill you, kill him instead. Still need money, sell meth. Not making enough to take care of family, gotta sell more. Tuco robs Jesse, another case of someone stealing his br- brilliance, uses chemistry and balls to take it back. We are now at about two months into the Breaking Bad timeline, and all of a sudden, Walt is a bit of a badass. He feels alive. He feels powerful. People respect him, and most importantly, he respects himself. Everything from there to where we are now is just as inevitable as the beginning part. If you add in the part of a powerless man feeling power, finally feeling powerful, mm. it's easy to say he's just letting his ego get the best of him. However, it is clear to me that old Walter White hated himself, and the new Walter White wouldn't even speak to the old Walter White. What many viewers are seeing as ego fulfillment, I think Walter White sees as pure self-preservation. Don't forget, he first started getting into it with Gus because he refused to let Jesse go. 
It became a pissing match later, and I always bring that up. Uh, this Mr. Chips to Scarface transformation is almost a view of what could happen to almost anyone given yeah. the proper starting conditions. And as for Skylar, I wonder if we aren't wit- witnessing her own Mrs. Chips to Mrs. Soprano transformation. Maybe a lot is sparked by her current powerlessness with Walt, but she enjoyed becoming the money woman. She enjoyed strong-arming the car wash owner. She even enjoyed, I believe, dealing with Banneke before it went wrong. It is possible that she comes out of this, not Walt's nemesis, but his true partner, whether through Stockholm Syndrome or her own transformation of powerless, only time can tell. I just thought that was a great email. Thank you once again to A.J. Henley. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I concur. (laughs) All right, last thoughts. Anything or predictions, I guess. We have to never get out of here. Uh, All of Mike's guys are going to (laughs) die at the hands of Lydia and Walt. Walt. Yeah, Lydia and Walt come together. Lydia and Walt come together. And, and, and by the way, we know Jesse wants back in. Because hey, we know well, Walt, and Walt, for whatever reason, Walt says, no, yep, you're out. Yeah, I th- well, he wants back in because I think he's worried about the nine. Sorry, I think that's what they were hinting at. Oh, so. well. He wants hey. to save them. Any I prediction, Ben? Uh, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all a dream. All right. Oh. Oh. Excellent. All right, that's our music. We went long today. Thank you very much for sticking no, thank with us. You. All right, on behalf of Ben Bottomley, Kristen Snyder, Kevin Undergaro, I'm John Comerford saying thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 